It's a British uh, British rock band oh, from the okay. 1960s. What's the name of the song? This one is uh, Bloody Well Wrought. Oh, bro, I like that. I yeah. like that. That's that's nice, bro. It's from British. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, it sounds like rock. What, 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 what genre of music is it? Uh, I think it's, uh, it's, a, it's an English, it's rock. It's, it's English rock. Oh, okay, it's got it, got it. British rock. Yeah, that's nice, bro. That's nice. And uh, yeah. just coincidentally, it ties in perfectly to what we were discussing before. Yes. We jumped on the podcast today and you were like, oh, I got the perfect fucking song. That's, That's kind of what happens behind the scenes, just to let you guys know a little bit. Uh, organic. Yeah. You know, I tell Dave, I give Dave a couple of options of what we might be able to do the <laughs> podcast based on uh, stuff that fresh in my head. Of, After he yells at me, yeah. <laughs> call later, getting ice ready. Pour me a drink. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know I got to have my drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After he fucking goes through the motions of fucking, you know, being a mixologist for fucking wow. half an hour. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Trying to make his drink pop, you know? Uh, but anyways, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of something that happens. I think it's kind of cool to share with you guys behind the scenes. Like, I always give Dave an option of, like, three things that we could discuss. Because they're either something that I've personally gone through recently or read. Um, recently that's still fresh in my mind and, you know, kind of sparked uh, an interest in me, you know, in relation to me reading it. And, you know, usually when something does catch my attention that way, it tells me into like a deeper, deeper analysis of it. And I always try to anecdotally, uh, anecdotally uh, match that up with something that's happened personally to me in my life. You know what I mean? And so... Um, you know, which led us to picking that song based on the discussion that we had. Um, by the way, I'm very lucky that I have Dave every single week this week. He's actually on vacation from his regular job. And, uh, you know what I mean? Because he is the friend that he is, and he appreciates what we're doing just as much as I do. Um, you know, we, we agreed, uh, we made a pact that we're going to try to burn a podcast uh, every single day this week, Monday through Friday, you know? Uh, you know, then the big guy has to have his fun too. So we're gonna leave the weekend wide open for him for him to do his debauchery. And, wow! <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is that he does when he's not here, <laughs> I, I can only account for it when Whoa. he's here. I don't know what he's up to when he's wow. on his own on his own vices. You know what I mean? Yeah, go ahead, chip uh, away. Chip away. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so you know, today's, uh, this week's a special week, you know what I mean? Uh, we burned an episode yesterday that we were able to upload uh, immediately. Um, we just, you know, the one that the we, artwork created. Yeah, episode 11, we actually finished recording yesterday, uh, or today at midnight. Yeah, we finished recording that today at midnight, and then he went home, did the artwork for it, and when I woke up this morning, it was uploaded, you know what I mean? So He was like, whoa, uh, I didn't know it was uploaded, my yeah. boy, what, 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 you so, sent me the artwork. <laughs> Yeah, episode 11. I hope uh, you guys have had a chance to dig into that. I don't know when we'll be uploading these. We'll probably hang up on to, the, to these other ones that we're going to burn this week for a couple of days. But 
we'll uh we'll, we'll try to get them out there you know more than just once a week you know i mean that's the goal of us doing this and uh, yeah not for the sake of just doing it every week it's just that we have so much that we want to share jesse has so much that he's going through and he wants to talk about it wants and when he gets these these bursts these explosions of inspiration and, and you know and he'll call me and tell me or won't call me at all but when i do come here it's again it's not staged we don't we don't plan this out we just we just share ideas we just share you know with things with one another and um you know we just bounce off each other and next thing you know we come up with a really good conversation and we start the podcast and that's it we just that's how we roll yeah but but we have tons of things to share so we want to put it all together so we can finally get it out we don't sit on it so long because it's nice and fresh we want to get you guys the content and and what's going on and what we're talking about and more importantly how we develop so we can help you develop absolutely i love that bro that's a beautiful fucking segue bro <laughs> i just thought of that right yeah now. good shit bro um <laughs> so anyways this is gonna be episode 12 of the enabler podcast episode and 12. yeah we're gonna uh, title this one deceit and arrogance oh uh something that i think all of us know a little bit about uh whether we like to admit it to ourselves or not um you know it's it's a, it's a very uh it's a very human characteristics that uh, is uh, innate in all of us. Um, like I said, you know, the, the difference between, you know, some of us and, you know, the majority is that some of us are willingly uh, able to admit the deceit and arrogance that goes on in our own life, you know. Um, but this is actually from um, the book that I'm currently reading, which is a Jordan Peterson book, uh, Beyond Order, 12 More Rules for Life. Um, an antidote for chaos. Wow. It's an internationally uh, best-selling uh, book, um, or yeah, internationally best-selling book. Yeah, that's correct. I almost um, done with it. Yeah, and I'm almost done with it. I mean, uh, it's over 400 pages, and uh, you know, it's been. I was telling David as I've been going through it, I I haven't only been reading. I've been educating myself, um, expanding my vocabulary. Um, Learning how to properly hyphenate, uh, yeah. you know, less sentences, yeah, <laughs> less periods, um, and uh, you know how to structure, structurally put together a book of, of this caliber. It's just, uh, it's I'm you can bear paragraphs too. Yeah, it just it, it's, it's I'm I'm enthralled in this book and just like I have hopes to write my own book one day. You know what I mean? And uh, you know. Hopefully that'll happen, and you know I'm putting it out there in the universe through this podcast. There's a lot of shit that I want to do like that, and uh, hopefully you know the doors open of opportunity. And uh, I'm I'm always trying to stay prepared to you know pull the trigger when you know the circumstances arise. So there's no lag. Uh, uh, you know I'm trying to prepare myself for when that uh, you know reality arrives on my doorstep. So I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. You've written down so much shit. I have pages and, and, and megabytes of things that you've noted. I'm pretty sure you've written your book already. Probably. I, I think you just have to just put it all together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With I'm, the script, I mean, notes, like Evernote, it's just full. It's just, Jesus, I mean. It's, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's just. A plethora of information. I'm 44 years old, but, I, but I, I, I feel like I've lived 84 years. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've, I've compacted a lot of. A lot of life, um, yeah, in, in these thirty-four years. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's it's been a non-stop fucking uh, roller coaster, you know. But um, you know, 
so much so that the shit almost killed me, you know. But you know, luckily we're still here. You know what I mean? And uh, yes, we are. We're still here. You know what I mean? And uh, so that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Let's not get caught up in what's the past. And you know, the only thing that's that 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 matters is the present. That's why it's called the the present because <laughs> it's a present. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, uh, uh, now on this, on what what did what fueled you? I mean, what uh, what kind of gave you the um, this burst of uh, you know inspiration for this title well it brought me to a conversation that i had with a very interesting individual you know what okay. i mean um for some reason i always attract the most interesting people in different walks of life um that most people wouldn't you know obviously would can consider to be uh less than admirable mm -hmm. but everybody makes a, a living doing something you know what i mean um, it's just the way that uh, people spin it, where it's digestible to some, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, when people don't spin it, and it's just a hard reality of what the world is out there, um, people are a little bit more um, quick to, to, you know, lift their nose up at it, you know what I mean? But, um, Makes sense. Yeah, it's, it reminded me of a conversation that I had with a certain individual, obviously here we never say any names, you know what I mean, to protect identities, and you know, it's nobody's business really, I'm just sharing this, think of this as a story that I'm telling. What's 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 juicy is the content. Yeah, what's juicy is the content, you know what I mean, it's, it's irrelevant who it was, and you know, whether the person's even fucking real or not, you know, uh, for, for, the, for the purpose of the story, you know what I mean, uh, this will suffice, you know, but uh, it was somebody that I personally got to meet, um, in a conversation, it was a setting um, where it was a, a party, and um, very exclusively, I got invited there by other acquaintances of mine, and uh, it was one of those nights that turned into mornings, and uh, we were drinking pretty heavily, you know what I mean? Uh, drugs were flowing, you know what I mean? Music was going, everybody's having a really good time, but, you know, as parties tend to, you know, parties tend to do, uh, you know, little groups eventually break off and someone gets really enthralled in a very deep conversation. So I just happened to be in one of those settings and situations where I met this individual. And, uh, you know, without saying too much, I'll leave this to your imagination, but he was kind of a knock-around guy, if you get what that means, you know what I mean? People call him to fix situations that might have gotten out of hand, and you know what I mean? Muscle. Yeah, muscle, you know what I mean? Muscle. And so, um, you know, um, people like this don't normally go around um, offering up their resume on what they do. But people like this certainly have a presence where they don't even have to. There's a certain presence where you just know, like, yeah, <laughs> this person probably wouldn't hesitate to snatch somebody's fucking life if they had to. You know what I mean? And they would, they would still sleep pretty comfortable doing it, you know what I mean? Um, and so it was one of those situations. So we got to talking and, you know, it was it was not just me and this individual. There was, I'd say, maybe other three people in the conversation and we're all sitting around a table, you know, having drinks and bringing in the morning and, you know, I mean, everything's kind of winding down, but we were the last of the Mohicans of that particular event. So, um, uh, you know, I was asked to stay by the, the person hosting the party, you know what I mean? Cause um, his friend, this person I'm referring to, uh, said that, you know, he was enjoying the conversation. So we stayed and, uh, you know, we got into it. And uh, he told me, hey, listen, so, you know, 
do you know what I do? And I'm like, you know, I, not specifically, but I have an idea. And he, uh, he was like, okay. He was like, what, what do you think of that? Like, what, what's your moral stance on, on that? And <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like people like that always want to get in your fucking head because that's what they do. Don't fucking kill me. <laughs> they, they fucking get in your head because, I mean, uh, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're very confident that even if they stir the pot, they're, they're going to be able to come on top no matter what, you know? So I was like, uh, yeah, you know, um, he's like, what's your moral stance on that? And I'm like, well, you know what, bro? Um, I don't have any moral stance on that. I mean, I think, you know, things happen and misfortune comes to people um, a lot of times. And I know what you're referring to and, and you know, specifically. And um, it's circumstantial, really, you know. But, um, you know, people lose their lives over random things. And sometimes it's very specific why, you know, people get themselves into predicaments. And so... He was obviously referring to how I would feel knowing that perhaps he has taken people's lives and what, what my moral stance was on that. And I told him, well, listen, look, we're being 100% honest. Um, I think any loss of life is, it's, it's, it's horrible in a sense, but... I'm also realistic to the fact that in certain businesses and in certain endeavors that one chooses to become enthralled in, um, this is a reality. Yeah. And, you know, so that being said, I, I feel that a lot of times that people that find themselves in these situations, they're, they, they got themselves killed. And this was to answer his question because he was asking me a very specific question. And so you got to give these people a very specific fucking answer. They're, they're putting you in the fire to see how you're going to respond. And my response was this. Um, I don't think, I wouldn't shake my finger at you or perk my nose up at what you possibly inf are insinuating that you might have had to do in the past. But what I will say is that what gets people killed, in my best experience of the world that I have, and in these certain, um, you know, I'm, I'm stepping lightly here, you know what I mean? But wow. in these certain circumstances or in this world that you operate in, people, people like you don't kill people. I think it's the other people, and it's their arrogance, and it's their deceit. And it's their lack of consideration. And it's this almost superhero type of sense that they've become, that they, they adopt and they think they're unstoppable. So I think you're just a circumstance of that. And you're just somebody that's sent to take care of stuff like that. I mean, hopefully that's sufficient of an answer for you. And he was like, no, you're right. He was like, I'm not saying that I have, but I'm saying that in certain professions, <laughs> people bring it up amongst themselves. Like a lot of times, somebody might not even know who they get a contract on. And it's better that way, if that's what we were discussing. Yeah. 
obviously he kept it vague, you know what I mean? But we both knew what we were talking about, you know? But this, this, these are, these are the talks that happen at fucking six, seven o'clock in the morning, especially when you've been drinking and someone's been sizing you up all night. Um, and so that being said that, you know, he was, he was sufficiently happy with my answer and, uh, he poured me another drink and we continued to drink. And he told me, he made a beautiful gesture to me that night after that, that specific, I answered that question to his, uh, to his liking. He was like, you know what, bro? I, I like you, man. He was like, let me tell you something. I'm going to offer you something, a gesture. If you were ever to find yourself in a circumstance where you couldn't defend yourself, where things get out of hand, where you feel like your hand is pushed, he's like, please don't ever hesitate to call me. And it would be my pleasure. And I knew exactly what he was referring to. Furthermore, I knew he was 100% capable and 100% honest in what he had just offered me. And so what I told him in response to that was like, you know what? I appreciate the gesture. I'm humble that you would even offer that to me. And this is how I'm going to repay you, that gesture. By making sure that I would never put you in that predicament. And he sat, leaned back in his chair, and he tilted his head and looked at me. And his eyes started to water, you know? And he got up, and he walked out of the room, you know? Um, you know, I, which just, I just, I was a little uncertain of what had happened. Jeez. Um, you know, but one of his guys that was there with him, you know what I mean? Um, said he was like, man, he like, I think... <laughs> I think you fucked him up emotionally, you know what I mean? Obviously, he was no longer in the room. This is just us having the conversation. He was like, in fact, I know you fucked him up a little bit. Because I think this might be the first time in his life that he's ever been humanized. Because anybody else that he offers that up to would gladly, and not, not only gladly, but purposely, put themselves in a predicament where they can call in that favor. And you chose... To tell him that you appreciate it, not only that, but you believe them. And the, your way of form of paying that gesture back would be to never put him in that predicament. And so, you know what I mean? He eventually walked back into the room after he had to compose himself. And we changed the conversation. And we still continue to have an excellent conversation. He, he was an excellent conversationalist. Mm -hmm. Excellent. He was not what you think of when you think of people that might or might not do something like that. Um, I wouldn't say he was intellectually smart, but he was, he possessed a lot of uh, worldly wisdom. Very savvy. Very savvy. Yeah. He knew how to navigate the, the roughest parts of life and you know what I mean? Like, he, he spoke briefly on his background and how he was born and, you know, how he was raised, you know, because wow. these are questions that I always like to ask people because, you know, people always want to, most people always want to know what the fuck you do for a living, <laughs> if you're married, if you have kids, what you drive, how much money uh, you, you might possess or how many you know, properties you might own, you know, shit like that. Mm. I like to ask questions about childhood. 
I like to ask questions like, what was your relationship like with your mom? What was your relationship with your dad? Nobody ever asks the questions that, in, in my mind, are the ones that really fucking matter because you can get a better picture. Even if people aren't going to let you in, you can get a better picture by the small responses they might afford you. And so, you know, it was. It turned out to be a beautiful conversation, but um, that's the reason that I, you know what I mean? I was like, we're going to call this podcast the Neighbor Podcast Number 12 deceit and arrogance because when I read a small uh, part of the Jordan's book that I'm about to read right now it kind of reminded me of that and uh, you know what I mean it's like it's like that saying you know what I mean uh, they say guns don't kill people dumb motherfuckers kill people <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. because for every action there's a reaction for every action there's a reaction you know what I mean and uh, you know what I mean like it's I can see how some people would take me having this conversation and even going through this conversation that I had with this individual. It's by no means to glamorize anything like that because everybody has a beautiful soul no matter what ends up becoming of us as human beings and the decisions that we make. Everybody has sovereignty. Um, because, you know, we're all children of God, but, you know, everybody ha also has free will, and sometimes we choose things in our life that might, you know, at first glance might appear to be glamorous and might appear to be uh, beneficial financially. And so, uh, you know, we, we've all been faced with that temptation, you know what I mean? So, but just to pass judgment on people like that, these people are people like me and you, those same people that might or might not do that, which we all know is a reality because we see it on the news every day. But I, th I think, if I'm sorry, but I think this person uh, really appreciated your understanding of this particular organization and lifestyle because logically it's like, hey, um, these people pretty well, you know, you, you basically let them know, like, hey, these people know what they're getting into. They know the business that they're in. They know that there are consequences. There are certain... Um, uh, job, uh, what are they called, uh, work, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hazards. Hazards, yeah, yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. And, and he, 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 you understood that. Yeah. You know, when you do things here, like, hey, there are certain moves that could fuck you up. Yeah. And, and people know that going in. So, yeah, you do get yourself killed. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, you had this coming because of what you did. Yeah. People understand that. And, uh, you know, that just, uh, like I said, these people um, that operate in this, you know, underbelly of, of society, as most people like to look at it, they're, you got to keep in mind, they were children as well, just as me and you were. And we don't know the circumstances that they were raised in. We're so quick to judge people for their current circumstances or even furthermore, just judge them based on what other people say. That's the lowest form of intelligence to me personally, that someone could judge somebody based on one person's opinion. And furthermore, that you would be dumb enough to base your perception on somebody that you've never had the chance to have an exchange of words with. Um, but you know, a lot of people tend to do that. But anyways, Getting back to this, I'm not justifying anything like that, but what I'm saying is that 
we don't know the circumstances that people like this were brought up in and what they've had to endure and whether or not this was the only alternative that they seen that was reasonable for them to pull themselves out of whatever they might have come from. Um, and it's, it's no, really to me, it's no different than, you know, a soldier going overseas and having a, uh, put in work in the name of patriarchy. You know what I mean? It just, you know, that it's spun different. It's still being murder committed. You know what I mean? And whether these people deserve it or not, it just might really entail what country they happen to live in. Um, and based on other people's decision that run that fucking country, they might have suffer loss of life as well or loss of a loved one just because, but it's no different for me than the soldier putting in work and somebody from the streets putting in work. It's the same thing. It's just under a different guise. Orders are still being given. Orders are still being given. And so you can celebrate, you know, the soldier, uh, you know what I mean, that comes back from Vietnam and rightfully so. I personally have a, a really good friend of mine uh, that's a veteran, you know what I mean? And I'm grateful for his duty, you know what I mean? Like, I, I couldn't do what he did, and he was he was a good soldier. He he did a couple turns, you know? Um, but it's it just, you know, it's it spun a different way, you know? But if in conversations that I've had with my friend that, that has been in war and has had to endure these tough decisions, um, he sees things a little different now. Now that he's on the other end of it, and it's not, like I said, it's nothing to ever celebrate. The only people that celebrate circumstances that lead to that are dumb motherfuckers, you know what I mean? Um, there's always circumstances, you know, and there's no honor in that. But I understand that sometimes there's no choice either. There's no choice because it's either you or the other person, you know, and uh, there's some, some, some dire, dire consequences sometimes when you enthrall yourself in certain things. And that's just the reality of it. I mean, the ultimate goal or the ultimate thing is people want to be okay. People want peace. People want, you know, certain things. But, uh, you know, like you said, the hand is being forced. And if you want to keep that peace, then you must prepare for war. Yeah. You have to be able to defend it. And you're right. It shouldn't be celebrated. People have a different, uh, people's upbringing, people's generations, wherever they're from, they have a whole different outlook and aspect on even though there's a whole culture of music that celebrates it, yeah. and people don't have seem to have no problem with that, no. you know, myself included, uh, yourself included, you know, we we enjoy, you know, narco corridos, we enjoy, uh, you know, rap, you know what I mean, and you know, there's plenty of of insinuation of killing and just blatantly stating it, you know what I mean, um, but we're okay with that and the fact that it's music. But it's still preaching of a real, a real reality out there that happens every single day. You know what I mean? So not to get too off course, you know what I mean? I just wanted to share that story and why we chose uh, this uh, title for episode 12, which is Deceit and Arrogance. And now I'd like to read this uh, particular paragraph from this book, Jordan Peterson. Uh, this one's titled uh, Deceit and Arrogance. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and read it. It's a short one, so just bear with me. Um, 
I know we're almost at half an hour, and we try <laughs> to keep these things under 45, so I'm going to get through this real quick. Go for it. Uh, but deceit and arrogance. Uh, there appear to be two broad forms of deceit, sins of commission, the things you do knowing full well they are wrong, and the sins of omission, which are the things you merely let slide. You know you should look at or do or say something, but you do not. Maybe your business partner is a little bit crooked with the books and you decide that you are just not going to audit them. Or you turn blind eye to your own misbehavior or you fail to investigate the misdeeds of a child, adolescent or your own partner in your household. Instead, you just let it go. What motivates these, kind, these kinds of deceit? We lie outright, the sin of commission, knowing full well that we are doing so, to make things easier for us, in theory, regardless of the effect upon other people. We try to tip the world in our own personal favor. We try to gain an edge. We endeavor to avoid just punishment that is coming our way, often by passing it to others. We commit the sin of omission, alternatively, and perhaps more subtly, in the belief that we are avoiding will just go away, which it seldom does. We sacrifice the future to the present, frequently suffering the slings and arrows of outraged conscience for doing so, but continually, rigidly, and stubbornly in any case. So what do people use to justify bending and twisting the structure of reality at the cost of others or even their future selves to benefit themselves now? It is a motivation clearly embedded in resentment. Wow. And just a couple more uh, lines here. Uh, and resentment and lies are justified by the belief lurking at the bottom of the resentful soul that the terror of the world have been aimed specifically at the sufferer attempting to justify his lying. But we need to bring arrogance into the conversation, along with the resentment, to truly understand why we practice to deceive. It is not obvious that these states of mind can exist in the absence of each other. Anyway, there are conspirators, so to speak. Yeah, um, I think... Pretty much everything you mentioned in there uh, would get you killed in certain organizations, yeah. Um, I'm, I'll unpack that a little bit more. I don't, I'm not following. Yeah, like, you know, the, the, the lying, the, you know, skewing the books and things like that. And, you know, not, um, you know, not being truthful or just, you know, the, the shit. I just, all of that would, would certainly cause some, cause some problems. I mean, as controversial as it might seem, um, but, you know, in... People that, that, that exist in street life, the, just, the, the biggest thing to survive in that is loyalty. Yeah, there's just some shit you don't do. There, like, there's rules for every, for every, um, for every uh, structure or for every organization. Mm -hmm. Every organization only exists by rules. Yeah. Sometimes some of them are unspoken, some of them are made very clear, but you know what I mean. Just which brings me to that saying: "There's honor, there's honor amongst thieves." Yeah. Like everybody has to have a set of rules in order to play a certain game. 
And if you know those set of rules and you fuck yourself over in the process by not abiding by them or by, by letting your arrogance get the best of you, these things happen. Yeah. And, and the people that might come after you might not even know you. Everybody's out here doing what they can to survive. You know what I mean? And it's just a reality. It's just a reality. He's just doing his job. Possibly. Possibly. That's great. You know what I mean? Possibly. I'm not alluding that, in fact, that that was what he did, but he certainly wanted to paint that picture. Yeah. yeah. And, and his presence made me believe the man. And, you know, people that know him know that he's not a fucking guy to fuck with for some reason. And, you know, then you use your imagination after that. And I'm speaking generally yeah. in any type of organization like that. In that, you know, like you said, that underbelly of, of, of constructed, you know, uh, that, that network. Yeah. It's those things do happen. And everything you mentioned on there, you, you slip up in any one of those ways, any way shape or form that you just mentioned that there's consequences to everything yeah exactly there's consequences to having a fucking coca-cola every fucking single day yeah. eventually down the road you're gonna fucking be diabetic yeah there's consequences to everything some might hit you right away some yeah. might hit you in 10 years or 20 years yeah but yeah and then there's good. consequences to the diabetes yeah you know what i mean you might fucking lose a leg you might lose a fucking arm you might lose your eyesight so it doesn't matter what you do there's consequences to every single action that we take, as extreme as it might be, or as mundane as it might be. Um, and so, anyways, you know that wow. that little you know portion of the book there, deceit and arrogance, led me to the story I just shared with you guys. And um, it just uh, you know it's something that a lot of people have a really hard time admitting to themselves when they're being deceitful to themselves and when they know that they're lying to themselves and. Uh, you know what I mean? One lie just leads to another lie to cover up the previous lie, and it's it just a never-ending um, avalanche of lies that you need to, because that's just a that's a realm you chose to exist in, and to maintain that fallacy, you got to keep feeding the beast. You don't have the balls to come clean. Yeah, and so um, you know, like you know, like I like I told Dave, you know, it's like. Everything is consequential in life. It doesn't matter how big or small it is and how um, might how much you might want to fucking, you know, wag your finger at certain behaviors of people, but it, it's, it's a reality, people. It's a reality. We know right from wrong. You know, like, we, we know right from wrong, um, you know, and it's, it's a reality that, you know what I mean, whether some people might want to be extremists and be like, oh, that's fucking horrible. Why would you even have a conversation with a person like that? But, but they don't look at the fact that they're celebrating it either way, that culture in, in some sense, whether it be music, uh, whether it be a certain lifestyle that they like to portray, even though they might not personally be involved. But, but, but the lifestyle certainly seems attractive. Yeah. And it seems like something that people, uh, it, it, something that's sought after, you know what I mean? Because media portrays in a certain way and, uh, you know, Music portrays it in a certain way, and uh, so it's admirable in that sense. You know what I mean? But I think, but, but people tend to to uh, lend a blind eye to the fact that there's it's very consequential, and there's a whole other side to it. You know what I mean? 
So um, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to meet people of all walks of life. You know what I mean? I've had conversations with politicians. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, people seem to gravitate to me and, you know, they like to engage me in, in conversation. I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. Uh, but maybe I'm approachable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But there's there's been, that's pretty much been all my life. You know what I mean? People come to me and share things to me with me that I might not necessarily personally <laughs> would share with anybody else, but they feel comfortable doing so. Yeah. And, you know, me, I feel a sense of responsibility to uh, keep whatever's told to me. You know what I mean? I don't go around telling other people these things, you know what I mean? Or, or telling telling people like, oh, it was this person or that. No, it's, it's, it's none of their business. It was not even none of my business, but I just happen to you know lend itself that you know what i mean the experience that we have certain conversations and everything for me is about experience you know what i mean um like i've mentioned before should i've had conversations with people that belong that are satanists you know what i mean Jesus. um at a fucking mansion party in hollywood Jeez. one time you know like it was very interesting conversation and obviously he didn't look like marilyn manson or anything like that he looked like a regular old fucking dude you know what i mean <laughs> regular old white guy you know what i mean Said he was a Satanist, and you know what I mean? Like, people always try to fucking, for some reason, try to fucking scare me or impress me. I don't know. And he was like, you know, we're waiting in line, and, uh, you know, started a conversation. And, wow. uh Waiting in line to use the restroom, started a conversation, and he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm a Satanist. I'm like, oh, cool. He like, what, what, is, what does that make you feel? Like, does that freak you out? I'm like, bro, well, if that's your thing, man, you know, go for it, bro. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know what I mean? I, I usually not try to, you know what I mean? Like, it, I try not to spark conversations that I really don't want to have, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a bit of an empath, and you know what I mean? Like, I would have laughed. Certain conversations can be very draining to me, especially if I don't want to have them with people, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, whatever reason, the, the conversation <laughs> kept going, because, like I said, we're waiting in line to use a restaurant. Oh, my God. And uh, he was like, you know what? Um, he's like, you know what we think in the same church? And I was like, what's that? He was like, everybody's scared of the devil, but we think people are the real devils. And I was like, you know what? I actually agree with you. <laughs> I'm not a Satanist, but I would actually agree with you. I like that part. I agree with you. You're not fucking crazy. Yeah. There's probably certain shit that, you know, yeah. I don't know anything about the church, bro. You know what I mean? Wow. I don't know if there's any real sacrifices that take place. I don't know anything about Is it. Is the church red? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, bro. You know what I mean? It's not something that, that piques my interest, you know what I mean? Or or I would dive more into it, you know what I mean? Oh, God. Um, but, you know, it's like, hey, man, whatever whatever is your thing, bro, I, I can respect that, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, he said that to me, and I was like, you know what? That actually makes sense. That Because I've never seen the devil out here fucking pulling triggers or I didn't never seen the devil out here fucking beating on women or I've never seen the fucking devil out here raping fucking children you know what I mean um it's usually people that do it people are fucking savage so who's the real devil <laughs> you know what a cop out right everything yeah. that fucking goes wrong they blame on that guy bro but everyone's got a little different that's side. pretty fucking convenient you know what I mean like I've said in the past and I tell you all the time you know for me, my God is not an old man that sits on a gold throne in heaven. You know what I mean? My God lives inside of me. My devil is not a devil that lives in hell in a fiery fucking pit. Both of these entities 
exist in me simultaneously. And it's always a constant battle to wrestle and grapple and try to do the right thing. I'd say for the first part of my life, the devil enjoyed my first 40 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I had no fucking control. I just wanted to experience everything. And uh, you know what I mean? I was, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was a form of escapism, you know, that I didn't realize at the moment. Um, but, you know, that's why I got enthralled in drinking. I got enthralled in drug use very heavily. And You know what I mean? Tried everything from A to Z and, you know what I mean, just debauchery, you know, that's what my life consisted of, really, the, 40, the first 40 years, so, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's taken a turn since I got sick, you know what I mean, with the cancer, you know, but it gave me an opportunity to reflect and realize that that lifestyle wasn't sustainable, and it ultimately almost killed me, you know what I mean? Luckily, I have another chance, and here we are, you're not doing this now, you know what I mean? I'm not doing this by any means to try to fucking get into heaven or justify all the fucked up things I've done in the past. Like, no, I wouldn't possess the wisdom that I have right now if I wouldn't have experienced all those other things that I experienced. So for me to reject everything that I've done the first part of my life would be uh, hypocritical. And you embraced it. Yeah, I, I embraced it. I Yeah, I didn't have it really fucking figured out. Now I know better, so I do better. It's that simple. I, I didn't... At the moment, I never fucking thought like, oh, this, you know what I mean? Look at you. You're really fucking up. Nah, I'm just having fun. Having fun doing whatever, you know, participating in stuff that, you know, I found enticing and attractive and, you know what I mean? That lend itself to perhaps making a little fucking money and, you know what I mean? Gaining a little status in certain circles, like all of that. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's a story that every fucking inner city kid is attracted to. You know what I mean? That's, that's what the center, inner city offers, you know what I mean? Including myself. Yeah. I mean, that's what <laughs> yeah, the inner city offers, you know what I mean? There's really? there's only certain uh, alternatives that, you know, are readily available to us. Obviously, there's always the exceptions, and there's the people that go on and think outside of the box at a very early age. But, you know, obviously that has to do a lot with their upbringing and yeah. what kind of parents they have and how intelligent uh, spiritually they are, and you know what I mean? And, and just, what parents... What, what opportunities they present for the exactly, kids. Exactly. Yeah, I'm learning that as a father and, you know, giving my kids the certain opportunities and, yeah. and helping them out. But it's, it's, you know, we can talk about that all day long, yeah. but, you know, finding that fine line of, say, hey, I'm going to teach you. I'll show you how to get there, but this is the way. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, uh, that's just in a nutshell how this episode came to be. You know what wow. I mean? I gave the big guy a couple options, and he was like, "I like that. <laughs> I think we should go with that." The big guy, the big guy, David. <laughs> and uh, so you know, that's what we went with. You know what I mean? Um, and you went on the you went wild yesterday and today too, man. Check you out. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like uh, I'm sitting back. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, bro. It's you know, it, it's it's conversation. You know what I mean? I'm I'm very honored and and I'm beyond grateful that there exists this platform where we could actually reach people um, right from our studio here, you know what I mean? And in certain countries, obviously, as you've seen, you know what I mean? Yeah, spread. Um, it's crazy. It's like technology is wonderful. Also, technology can be used to do the fucking most horrible shit, you know what I mean? I would never do Like, that. you know, fucking Jared, the fucking subway guy that's fucking in jail for fucking child pornography, you know what I mean? Like, you just, you know, there's always decisions that you got to fucking make as an adult. And you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're fooling yourself to think that this, the decisions that you make that you know to be wrong are not going to snap back and fucking bust you in your face. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? 
or even furthermore, fucking wreck your life completely and entirely. So it doesn't matter what guise you painted under. That's just the reality of things. So don't complain and don't cry. Like we make our own bed and we got to lie in it, whatever that may be. You know what I mean? And as long as you have breath in your lungs and an opportunity to curb your decision making, you have the alternative to, you know, go the other way too. It's a pendulum. You get to decide which way you swing that pendulum, but either way, you know what I mean. There's going to be consequences, you know. What Absolutely. I mean? Yeah. I mean, even even it, just you know, I'm gonna let you finish up, Dave. But let me just say oh, this I final you were thought. Me. I no, no. Let me just leave you with this final thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of bad shit that's done. Yeah. By people, and they paint it. in a certain light where it appears to be admirable. There's a saying that I love, that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Oh, yeah. And so I'll leave you with that for you to de decipher and what that might mean. But just to give you an example of that, the shit that's going on in Ukraine right now, there's a person that believes that that war was necessary and it's he had good intentions in doing so. Regardless of the fact of how much lives it's cost and how many families it's destroyed, but in his mind, it was good intention. So um, I'm going to kick this off to Dave just Whoa. to you know end us up here, but uh, that was my uh, part for episode 12. Wow of the Neighbor Podcast. And again, this was Deceit and Arrogance. Yeah. Um, Dave, any final thoughts, my friend? Uh, well, I would have I would have given that guy my same, you know, I would have told him exactly how I felt this, you know, about the situation as well, about what he does, and I would have asked for a clean pair of shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been pretty fucking scared. And, uh, yeah. yeah. As, but, as I was, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to fucking portray this fucking yeah. tough guy like... There's some people that, that I've met that are very fucking intimidating. Very Half, intimidating. Halfway through that conversation, yeah. they probably would have been a little bit of ink on that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm never going to come off as this fucking tough guy. I'm not that by any means, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, maybe, and actually this is, has always been a very real sentiment to me. Maybe because they don't see me as an alpha male, mm. I'm approachable. Yeah. Because they don't see me as a threat. That's right. They can drop their guard a little bit. I, 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 cause the people that were at that conversation, I would say there was two other alpha males there, but they already knew him. And there was maybe two guys like me that they probably don't view as alpha males. Okay. And so, because they, they're not on alert and they don't view me as a threat, it's probably why they felt very comfortable. Wow. You know, maybe that's why people approach me and, you know, they tend to use. They tend to use me as a mirror, you know, to you know, decompress. And I appreciate it, man. It's like you know, every, everything about life is about a journey and meeting extraordinary people in any circumstance. You know what I mean? And uh, I'll be the last person to pass judgment on anybody, man. Lord knows I haven't been a fucking saint. You know what I mean? And yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to continue to do better, but you know what I mean? I'll, I'll never reach that point. You know what I mean? But but we are better. But you know, hopefully, uh, you know what we're doing makes us better in the process, as long as uh, along with our listeners, and uh, that's it. Dave, any 
Final thoughts? Uh, I want a Subway sandwich now. You want a Subway sandwich? <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, uh, thank you again for listening. This is episode uh, 12 of the Neighbor Podcast. Uh, oh, properly titled Deceit and Arrogance. Deceit and Arrogance. Yes, people. So, Very have good a good night. Uh, this is day two of the day five uh, fucking marathon that we're going to go oh, on. And so, uh, you know, hopefully everything happens and nothing interferes with that so we can continue to uh, give you uh, the content that you uh, guys seem to enjoy with us. Thank you so much and have a wonderful night. Thank you for the experience, my friend. Absolutely. All right.